Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live this evening for the best little parenting show on the internet. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I found a nice little quiet place in a hallway uh, in the hotel that we're staying in tonight. If you guys caught my episode last night, feeling a little frantic, trying to get out the door, and let me just tell you, I sure am glad we did because uh, we had more snow come here in Oklahoma last night. It would have been absolutely crazy trying to get up here this morning. And so, um, you know, it just makes me really grateful, really, really grateful um, how, you know, sometimes if you just stand back a little bit and let time do what the magic that time can do and you keep a keep an eye out for the good side, that it is really quite amazing how wonderful things can often oftentimes work out. So, um, hey Mimi, it's so good to see you. I see that you're watching. It's funny how, you know, like right now I see that there's like 20 people watching, but it shows me just a few people. And so, hey Mimi, it's good to see you. And Carrie, it's good to see you too. Thanks you guys for tuning in live. So my topic tonight um, is, is it really okay to make mistakes? And um, I'm going to start with the answer first. And the answer is absolutely yes. In fact, I think sometimes in parenting, especially when we're parenting children who have, uh, you know, different challenges. Well, really, parenting any child, because everybody's good at something and nobody's good at everything, right? And so when we make mistakes as grown-ups, and um, and it gets noticed, and we accept it, and we're just human, we're just fallible human beings, it really makes it a lot easier for our kids to make mistakes and for us to grow from it, connect through it, resolve it. But, you know, in the world, I find it really interesting because we, our world really sends a lot of mixed messages about this because think about it. Our teachers are always telling, I remember when Marley was like in first and second grade, right? And the, the mantra was, if you can't make a mistake, you can't make anything. And that was what teachers would say as a way to encourage effort, to encourage giving something a try, especially if it's something you've never done before. And everything, anything that we, anything that we do, anything that we've ever done in life started with not knowing how to do it. And it took time and effort and mistake after mistake after mistake before we got the right answer or learned how to play the game or learned how to walk or whatever it is that we were learning. But then think about it. In school, everything gets graded, right? And so if you can't make a mistake, you can't make anything. And yet you make a mistake and it gets a big old red mark next to it. And then it gets you going from a hundred to a 95 to a 65 to a, you know, it gets us made fun of, maybe booed at, maybe, you know, even in, like I think about like in professional sports and we have grown people in the stands and a player has a bad play or a referee makes a bad call and people boo and, you know, so we have a lot of really mixed messages about is it okay to make mistakes? And I think that for many of us adults growing up, we learn to hide our mistakes 
right? Because like if you made certain kind of mistakes, you would be severely punished. Um, if you made certain kind of mistakes, she would be on major restriction. And I'm looking in the comments down here and I see some people who know each other and they're saying hi, that makes me so happy, I love that. Because, you know, we wanna be that kind of community. I think that's really cool. So, I'm gonna tell you a little story about making a mistake because I made, a, I, made and I may even cry, I made a mistake yesterday. And um, it's a mistake that I've made more than once. And uh, this time the way it manifested was in regards to something, a topic that's very dear to my child's heart. And I happen to have a child who is, um, when she believes in something, usually she, I mean, well, she lands on the right side. She's very passionate about certain things like um, equal rights and civil rights and equality and um, ending racism and discrimination and ableism and all those kinds of things. And so um, we brought our two animals with us on this medical trip. And when we used to travel with them, um, Beatrice, the big dog who you met last night, um, she's actually been in training to be a service dog, but then Marley got really sick and couldn't continue the training. So Marley has said, Mom, I think we're just going to need to con consider Beatrice more like a pet than a service dog. And I'm like, maybe, okay, okay, uh, maybe, okay. So I can't believe I'm going to tell you guys this, but it's just a true story because, you know, we make mistakes and we're all human. And so we get... I get Marley unloaded, I get our stuff unloaded, and then I go get the dogs unloaded, and I put Beatrice's service dog vest on her and take her through the hotel lobby and up to the room. Because, to be honest with you, I really didn't want to have to pay the additional $150 pet fee. And I know exactly where that comes from. It's the same kind of thing my dad used to do you know, sneaking into a movie, um, sneaking the snacks into a movie instead of buying them at the concession stand, um, feeling like there's some kind of justification when you don't really agree with the fee or, you know, your dogs aren't going to be the dogs that leave a mess because our dogs don't, whatever, whatever justification. So last night, um, right before bed, Marley really burst out. At first, she was really holding it in. Like, she was really upset, but she was really holding it in. And I was like, honey, you need to just let it out. Let it flow. It is not healthy to hold it in. And boy, what she did, those floodgates open. And oh, my. I mean, she was really upset. And I did not know why. At that point, I did not know why. And she said, and I'm, I'm upset about something. And it wasn't even anything I did. It wasn't even anything I did, and I'm so upset about it. And so finally, after she cried quite a bit and uh, really raged, growled, growled, and, and cried and cried, and finally she said, you, Mom, you're bad. And it was so hard for her to talk about it. Like she between the emotions and the fact that we're so close. And I know, you know, think about this, when people really depend on you, when they're that dependent because of their unique needs, it is very scary for them to 
to tell you when you screw up. It's very scary. It's like super risky, right? Like I'm kind of like her lifeline. And what happens if I get upset with her, which I, you know, <laughs> you know it's, just, it's a scary thought. You think about your children who've been in foster care or who've been adopted. If they approach you and they tell you you've done something that offended them, listen, because it took a lot for them to come and tell you because you're like a lifeline to them. If they've experienced abandonment and rejection, think about how much guts it takes for them to come to you and tell you about something that you've done that's hurt them. It's a big deal, isn't it? So finally she said, you bringing Beatrice in as if she is a service dog is wrong, mom, because she's not. She's not fully trained. And if we do that, that's like saying it's okay for everyone to do that. And you know, some people's animals don't act right in public and they're dangerous. And then that puts everybody who has a service dog that really needs their service dog at risk. And she was right. Everything she said was right. And I had as a parent I had to just look right at her and say, baby, you're absolutely right. What I did was wrong. What I did was wrong. And as divine intervention would have it, this morning when we were loading up, her and I were loading up in the van to go to her appointments, her pre-op appointments, and the hotel management came and said, Miss Soul, um, unless your dogs are service dogs, we will need a $150 deposit. And I said, thank you, I will be glad to do that. And I could see my daughter's face light up. Like, that's my mom doing the right thing. She heard me. So is it okay to make mistakes? And when you make a mistake, can you be approached with it? When as a parent, you screw up or you do something that, um, you know, you may, <laughs> I'm telling you, my, I mean, everything that, like, I could tell my dad that story and he'd be like, yeah, get that in. <laughs> he would understand exactly where that came from because that's exactly how I was raised. It is a blueprint, right? I mean, it really is a blueprint. And I really have to challenge that in myself. That's sort of those little places that you can sort of weasel in about saving a little money or whatever. So I got convicted and I'm gonna have to work on that for sure. I have, an, I have another one of those stories. It's so amazing because it involves my nephew um, and Mimi's watching, she knows this story. He came and stayed with Marley and I, uh, gosh, it was probably four or five years ago. And we, where we live, the movie theater's just, uh, you know, just you can walk right across the street and you're at the movie theater from where Walmart is. So we had all gone to Walmart, we were piddling around and the movie he wanted to see started before the one that Marley and I were gonna see. And he got to the movie and he had these almonds that he had, or yeah, I think they were almonds that he had purchased. And he sent me a text and said, I don't know what to do with these almonds. And because I'm not supposed to take them into the movie theater. Now, how many of you guys have snuck snacks in for your kids? How many times do we joke about that? Blah, blah, blah. And here's this kid who's been through so many things and he's so vigilant about following rules. He's so vigilant, even now as an adult with his driver's license, he is so vigilant about making sure he's following all the rules of driving and so he messaged me about 
the almonds, what should I do with them? And I was like, well, just, you know, just take them in with you. It's not that big a deal. Stick them in your pocket. Don't worry about it. He said, no, I'm going to put them. <laughs> I love this kid so much. I'm going to put them, you know, like the, the big, the box, uh, the metal box that has the popcorn, butter, and the salts and all that, right? And that has a compartment underneath it that's like their storage. And he, he said, I'm going to put my almonds in the box under there so I won't get in trouble for taking them into the movie theater. Wow, right? And this is, you know, this is the same, he's the same child who um, he had a shadow through a great deal of his elementary, junior high, and high school years. He, very smart, brilliant child, um, but um, has, has some challenges um, directly connected to his early life experiences, his pre-birth and early life experiences. He's doing great now, though. He's doing amazing. So... There's a lot we can learn from those little ones, from those young kids with their strong moral compass, isn't there? Yeah. You know, I can imagine, uh, I know a lot of parents who would feel really threatened by that. And so I want to tell you, it didn't necessarily come easy. When she told me what she was upset about, I knew what I was going to say. I knew. I knew what I was going to say. But I didn't want me saying what I was going to say to be just words. And so I really had to pray a little in my heart to make sure that I was truly being authentic and I wasn't making a commitment that I didn't have an intention to keep, that I would sneak around later and try to, you know, not be who I say I am. Because I feel like as parents, being who we say we are is really important. And it's really awesome when we have kids who have the ability to call us out when we're not being who we say we are. And that is not easy. It's not easy. But when we can do that, what it does is it creates this place of, of relationship that is so beautiful because, you know, there'll be things that she has questions about and I want her to come to me as a person who really, you know, who really has her best interest at heart, who I really want to be able to discuss it. I really want to be able to talk about it. I really want her to know that, you know, I take these kinds of things serious. I take it as serious as she does because it's important to her. Um, so I think being wrong, has, there's a lot of value in making mistakes and our kids even being the one who catches in it and for us to be authentic, honest, vulnerable, to let our defenses down this idea that we have to always be right and that we know everything is bull because we don't. And to just be human together serves much greater than the idea that many of us grew up with that our parents are always right and know everything only to find out later that that was completely untrue. And so I think that's it for tonight. I hope that you guys gained a little something from me being a fallible human being from the raw realness of our relationship. Um, I think it will serve us very well throughout our lives to have that kind of connection. At least that's my hope, that's what I'm betting on. I know it's served us this far in a very good way and so I'm, I'm so proud of her for being able to say something so difficult to me. Um, I mean, I'm so proud of her for that. It's just a really big deal, so. Um, thanks for letting me share my personal story with you guys. And uh, I'll tell you, I got a little flipped. My amygdala got opened up. I felt it. 
so I did. I had to, uh, I had to make a choice because I could have acted out of my blueprints of being defended and that parents are always right. And, you know, you just don't understand the value of money and that these hotels make, I mean, I could have justified it. I could have, I could have, and probably presented a pretty good case, but that would have been out of fear. That would have been out of stress. Or I could choose to take one to two to three deep breaths and I could choose love. So much love to you guys. I hope you have a beautiful evening and uh, I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Um, if you're a praying person, Marley's procedures tomorrow um, afternoon. And so if it crosses your mind to lift us up, please do. I know that uh, she'd definitely appreciate that. Much love to you guys. Take care.